Welcome to season two of Be Bitwise, the only podcast where we warm up by eating gooseberry pie. Gooseberry is a thing, right? Gooseberries. Yeah, I think gooseberry is a thing. This is Alondo. Hi, this is Beaven. And this is Cynthia. That's right, little bits and big bites. We have a new kid on the block. What? <laughs> Welcome to the team, Cynthia. Um, do you um mind taking a second and giving our numerous fans a little background on you, like who you are? You know, what you do, you know, your favorite unicorn. <laughs> Actually, it's a ram because I'm an Aries. Oh, oh, that's right. Okay, gotcha. You know, I would, far be it for me to get those, uh, what do they call it, zo- zo- zoological signs? Zodiacal. Zodia. I have no idea what that. <laughs> it's a long word that begins with a Z. Anyway, go ahead. Well, um, I do work in the area of information technology. I'm a business system analyst, which I... Fancy. <laughs> I support my clients by assisting them in purchasing applications. And once in a while, I remind them whether or not they need a little more training or if the application really is broke. Uh Uh-huh. There you go. Keep them in line. Got to do that. Yes. Yep, yep. And um, just to make sure that everyone is aware, our rabid listeners, I mean, I know we have, you know, Mm -hmm. a fan base that's pretty extensive now, but um, I want to make sure everybody knows that Cynthia is a new addition to the co-host team. Uh, Jen is uh, the Genabler. The Genabler. Uh, still part of the team. Yes. Um, she will be uh, be back. But um, this is a good opportunity for me to just say that um, this is one of the new formats we're going to be having for the podcast is we're going to be rotating in co-hosts. And we have another co-host who's going to be coming on um, in a couple weeks' time, uh, Stephanie. And uh, she'll be on an episode um, in the future as well and giving a little bit of background about herself. So, but uh, thank you so much for uh, giving a uh, little overview about yourself, Cynthia. Appreciate it. Thank you. I know, I know everybody out there in our rabbit fan base just missed the heck out of us. I'm so glad you guys held on till season two could get going. Um, but we are here. So, um, um, and again, I want to take the opportunity just to say that well, we will be probably making some minor changes and tweaks from season to season. And if uh, anybody out there has uh, ideas about what we can do and change up and um, how we can improve things, or um, you know, if you guys got some quirks that you think maybe we need to include, we want you uh, to you know let us know. You know, tell us to tell us all about it. Um, our uh, email address is still podcast at bebitwise.com. Um, so anyway, that's all there is to that. So anyway, let's go ahead and get into our first segment, which we call "What It Happened Was." Everybody talking about what they do you know what i love what it happened was because it gives me a chance to really just do like mindless searches for like really obscure news stories mm-hmm. all right so this one I, I mean i just like to even the title of this all aboard the flat earth cruise nah. <laughs> Just don't tell them that the nautical navigation does not rely on flat Earth technology. That's right. Um, so there's a group of people who believe the Earth is flat. Oh, God. And they've announced that their biggest, boldest, best adventure yet, a flat Earth cruise scheduled for 2020. Right. So in a year's time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. Yep. In a year's time, they're going to go out in the middle of the ocean and I guess you're going to just, I don't know if they're going to, if the plan is to try to get to the edge. Get to the edge of the earth. I, I have no and idea. fall off like the 1400s thought. Yeah, you know, so uh, I, I don't know um, what, what their thoughts were on that. Um, <laughs> so, it, but the thing that's ironic though is they're going on a cruise and cruise ships all navigate via GPS. 
well, the way GPS works is there's 24 satellites that mm-hmm. are put up there. Right. And they have to triangulate based on three of them. Why? Because the Earth is round, round. and it's impossible to see all 24 satellites <laughs> at the same time. Now, how do you go on a cruise ship that requires technology that proves that the Earth is not round, uh, not flat? Mm-hmm. And then they're just, I, I don't know. I, I, I think they're just, they're just trying to mess with us. That's what it is. They're they really gaslighting us. I, I'm pretty sure. So how many is. people have signed up for this cruise, does it say? I, I have no idea. Um, I know B.O.B. was one of the guys. That yeah, B.O.B. and uh, T, T, Tila Tequila. Tila Tequila? Yeah, oh my she goodness, is too. Grace as well. Yeah, there's actually a couple rappers I heard that uh, at first said that they were flat earthers, and they came out and said, no, nah, I was doing it for publicity. I'm like, oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> Maybe because album sales tanked? I, <laughs> I have no idea. I'm generally an adventurous person, but mm-hmm. I don't think I would sign up for that. Cruise. You don't think... I, being on a cruise with a bunch of people who like are um into the the, the pandemonium and panic mm-hmm. of you know oh my gosh the sky is falling oh my gosh the f- earth is flat oh my gosh dinosaurs didn't exist i'm like i can't get behind that kind of fanatic right so i probably wouldn't get on that that cruise either so no. yeah uh, i'd be like I, I i would make sure i'm sure all the uh, the, the the ice is all flat you know, there's not going to be spherical ice cubes, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I'm, they have to do something interesting like that. But, um, yeah, interesting stuff. And isn't it true, though, when you get out on the, like, open ocean, isn't it easier to see the curvature of the Earth? I would think so. I mean, if it's like, because if you're sitting there in the ocean and you can just see out for, like, hundreds of miles. Right. I would think it'd be easier for you to see the curvature of the Earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never seen that. <laughs> I, I haven't either i haven't either so. i've been on a cruise so. yeah yeah so anyway so that that's your what it happened was i cannot wait to see what kind of crazy music i come up with for that one it's got to be some like flattered song or something <laughs> i'll find something <laughs> Okay, bits and bites. It's time for everyone's favorite segment of every podcast. Do you even geek? Oh, no. Listen to Beaven getting excited. He, it sounds like I moaning. Can't, cannot wait. It sounds like moaning, but he's actually sitting here, you know, fists pumping in the air with excitement. Hands ringing. Yeah, man. <laughs> sweating. Yeah. Oh, no, he's frothing not, at the mouth. No, he's not sweating. He's not sweating at all. And <laughs> Cynthia's over here just, you know, cool as a cucumber. She's like, I got this. <laughs> so, um, I figured at first I was going to go ahead and do the Geek Challenge thing. I was going to pull out the card. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, just to break us in, like kind of slowly break us in. I wrote the first trivia uh, question for this. Oh goodness! This year, all right. So, I think Cynthia is going to take this one. You think so? Yes. Yes. My money is on Cynthia. Cynthia's going to take it. All um, right. Don't put your money on me. <laughs> don't, don't. Okay. I don't know. Unless you're going to put it in my hand. Oh, well, hey, I, I'm okay with that. I, I mean, <laughs> bribery is accepted here now. <laughs> all right, people. <clears throat> the challenge. Excuse me. I know I'm like backing away from the uh, the microphone. The challenge is. I want you guys to name the top 20 yeah. highest domestic grossing films of 2018. Okay. 
Black Panther. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say that. She got that number like, one with the. With the what did you say? Number one with the bullet. With the uh, essentially, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, she did get that number one gross uh, domestic was seven hundred million. Wow. Dollars. It definitely wow. came in number one. All right. So, okay. So we got nineteen more to go. Yeah, nineteen more to go. Crazy Rich Asians is that on there? Crazy Rich Asians is number 16 right. with 174 million domestic gross okay what else came out this this past year what were the big blockbuster movies oh geez come on avengers i was Infinity waiting for that one, one. Yes, oh, my yes, goodness yes, gracious yes. number two <laughs> 678 million so it was right behind black panther it's like uh 20 22 million away but uh yeah that was number two so is this from January to December? This is January to December. So think about stuff that might have come out late. Yes, exactly. That might still be in the theater, right? But would still maybe just eke on the list. Yeah, yeah. Um, see, I was trying to think if there's any other clues I can give you. Is that uh, the Spider Verse? Is the Spider Verse on there? Into the Spider Verse, I don't believe made it. Okay. Um, but remember, it came out late, late. like middle December, late, late. I think yeah. it was. Uh huh. So uh, even though it's still doing well, it was not. Gotcha. Didn't have enough. Gross by, that gross by that time gotcha mm-hmm. all right summertime was there a fast and the furious movie that came out this year no uh, no fast and furious movie this year mm. that's definitely a good lock to put in there though if, it, if one had because those things rack up some money yeah was there 50 shades this year uh i, I know it didn't do well <laughs> 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 which i'll be honest i'm glad it did not <laughs> yeah exactly but i'm you know you never know all right. uh, see if I can give you guys some clues. We're still missing seventeen there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm drawing so, a big blank. All right, so there is. Come on. Can I cheat? Uh, can I uh, <laughs> of course, uh, of course, you can't. <laughs> There's three R-rated movies. Wait, you can ready to cheat? Sydney? Yes, you, you can. said I can cheat. I said can't, and I would have. I said can't, and I put the T on it. To, to, I hear what I want to hear. I, yeah, I, I see. There you go. All right, so um, there's three R-rated movies. Um, there are are the action horror what uh one is definitely a uh horror one is a comedy and the other one is a drama i would say just to be safe i would start out with think comic book movies because those are hot oh yeah Deadpool. Deadpool. Goodness there you go gracious. that was number five thank you i know it had to be one with tiffany hash in it uh, oh, with Tiffany Haddish. Uh, the, Night the, School? Uh, 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 I'm still going down. No. I do not see a single Tiffany Haddish no. production. No. And Kevin Hart start with her. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I did not. I remember that movie, but I don't think it collected a lot of money. Um, think uh, animation. Oh, shit. Think about the uh, ones that were competing uh, for the Golden Globe. Think the Golden Globe. That just happened not yeah, too long geez. ago. Yes, last My week. goodness gracious. Think about who your nominees were. For the Golden Globes. Uh, um, how about, look, number three, a movie that we've been waiting 16 years for. 16 years? 16 for. years, and it's a sequel. Oh my gosh, I am drawing a blank on these things. That's so ridiculous, because as soon as you said I know you're, I'm, I know it's going to be. It's from the studio that has the bouncing lamp. Oh, The, the Incredibles. Incredibles 2. two. Yes. That's number three. Wow. Weird. Number four. Think about. Think about. uh, See, I was just talking about uh, a certain type of animal that some people think never existed. (laughs) The unicorn. The unicorn. No, no, not that one. Remember, I was joking about the flat earthers, and it was like probably somebody out there like talking about. I don't think dinosaurs existed. 
What dinosaur movie? Jurassic, Jurassic World. World. Yep, that one. Uh-huh. Okay, you guys got Deadpool 2. Um, how about a recent aquatic movie? Aquaman. Aquaman. Oh, that was go. really late, too. Yeah, so. it was late. Okay. They, it's already collected. It's already collected. It collected yeah, 270 right. million. It's number six. Wow. Coming out that late, it still has done that well. Okay. Um, okay. There's uh, this animated flick, uh, holiday themed animated flick and when i say holiday i'm talking about christmas holiday animated flick the scrooge it's another remake not not scrooge it's a remake grinch grinch, grinch. okay mm-hmm. that's what i meant yeah yeah i'm gonna go ahead <laughs> I, I know this is a very custom clue but this is a movie that you were talking to me about yesterday that i should watch action movie oh mission impossible mission impossible fallout, fallout. fantastic mm-hmm. film yes another marvel movie that you guys probably forgot about it's the one that came out after avengers infinity war oh ant-man and the wasp ant-man and the wasp jeez Mm -hmm. wow all these Um, movies i've forgotten any more disney films on there mary poppins mary poppins is number 20 yep man you you did good to stick with uh, disney it's always a always a disney is always yeah and you always have to have Disney because you have two more disney flicks what? Um, yep, two more Disney flicks. Uh, one is a computer-generated flick, not Pixar, but it is computer-generated. Oh, Ralph breaks the internet. Ralph breaks the internet. There, and then I the, just watched that great film. I have I got to see it's, this. Thing. It's really I haven't cool. seen it yet. Yes, I hear good things though. Uh, the I other actually one, cried at that film. Oh, really? I will have to admit. Have you seen that one? Cynthia? No. Oh man, I got to see this thing. Then. Yeah, it was good. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, what about uh, one? This part of a long. A uh, space-based franchise. Space-based franchise. Mm-hmm. Dates back to 1976. So there's been... Eight. Solo? Yeah, yep, Solo. There okay. you go. Mm-hmm. Star Trek. Star Wars, I mean. Yep, yep. Another uh, comic book-themed movie from the Sony Studios. <laughs> as soon as you give me these hints, I'm like, okay, I got them. Yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming. No. Spider-Man? No. No, wait a minute. What was the other one? Shoot. Black Suit. Black Panther? No, that was no, Sony. Black no. Suit. Sony Black Suit. Oh. Oh, God. Anti-hero. For some reason, I'm going to the puncher. I know that's not it. No, no, no. An anti-hero. Symbiotic. Oh, duh. Venom. Venom. There nice. you go. All right. I haven't seen that movie yet either. I heard it was terrible. All right. So let's see. Do you guys know um, there was a, a, a biopic about a certain band? Um, Bohemian Bear, Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There Gosh, you go. Bless. Um, and then this was a surprise horror uh, hit. See, that's what I'm still trying to tack on to. I can't recall what the horror movie well, was. Well, actually, I forgot that there's a... The one horror movie I told you was rated R. Mm-hmm. Um, this horror movie was rated PG thirteen, and it was a surprise hit. Everyone loved it. If you went to the theater, you did not speak. Oh, I don't do horror movies. No. So oh, you don't know? Okay, no. okay, gotcha. Okay, <laughs> that, that one, another. that one is a quiet place. A quiet that place. That was a great movie. Great surprise movie. Great, great surprise movie. Yes. All right, you guys already got Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one is uh, I don't know why in the world this franchise keeps coming back, but they're in number three. You might not even get this one. <laughs> it stars Adam Sandler. And it's an animated flick. Adam Sandler animated flick. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of these uh, movies at all, fortunately. So I got not, I, that's all I can tell you. What is like the main character in the uh, Monster. 
monster. Mm-hmm. I know somebody listening to us right now is screaming. Oh, they're screaming at us regardless. Yes. I, mean. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe she didn't get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, um, got me. All right, Hotel Transylvania. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. I remember even the ad was terrible. I was like, oh no. I'm not gonna see this thing <laughs> ever. <laughs> the horror movie you're groping around for, and you're like probably not gonna get it, is Halloween. Oh, the the yes. Jamie Lee Curtis, I one, which was, I heard was, was really be really very good. good. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then the last one that you guys did not get was uh, from another franchise. I mean, and a lot of stuff on here is like sequels and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, the last one that if you're not a Harry Potter fan, you might even know this movie oh, came out. Oh, right, Ooh, I right. I love Harry Potter. Oh, it's Fantastic Beasts, Fantastic the Crimes Beast. of Grim. Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Yeah. So yeah, I, I haven't, haven't seen that one I haven't yet. been into those. I'm not a... The, the new guy, Schenectady, whatever the guy's name is. Newt Scamander. Scamander. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that guy. That actor? Really? Not my jam. He's not too bad. Not my jam. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. Something about it, Every time he's on screen, I just kind of just want to look away. I'm just like, ah, I'm not into you, dude. <laughs> so if you consider... Okay, now, I'm not going to consider Black Panther a sequel, but it's part of a Marvel cinematic Marvel. thing. Yeah. So let's say that that's a franchise movie. Avengers, Incredibles, Jurassic World, Deadpool, Aquaman, I consider part of the DCEU. Mm-hmm. Um, then you got Mission Impossible, yep. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Solo, Venom, um, Ralph Breaks the Internet, uh, Hotel Transylvania, Halloween, Fantastic Beasts, Mary Poppins. All those are All part of, of pre-existing yeah. universes and things. There's only like three movies on here that were like really original. A Quiet Place. A Quiet Place. Um, the Grinch, which was actually a remake. That's a yes. remake, yeah. Um, so Grinch, um, A Quiet Place, uh, A Star is Born, which is a remake. Okay. I mean, that's like the, this is like the fourth remake of that yeah. movie, though, too. I mean, here's good, but um, again, that's just not, not, not my jam. Um, yeah, so that's it. I mean, so it seems like we're getting a lot of regurgitation on these movies you know what i'm saying so yeah not, not a lot of original what properties does that came say out. about halloween yeah i don't know but you know what movie uh, was in number 21 the spot right uh, under mary poppins mm. the meg which was an original the meg the meg oh my gosh yeah yeah why and then after that was oceans eight which of course is going back into another franchise the so, franchise yeah yeah yep. so i'm surprised they didn't remake halloween i mean friday the 13th Oh, it's you know, you, you know it's got to be coming, coming. again. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So not too, too bad, guys. You guys, uh, you guys did all right. So, Eesh. all right. So uh, <laughs> with a yeah. lot of help from you. All hey, that's okay, though. I mean, because it's not like I gave you guys a chance to like study or prepare or something in advance. So. <laughs> Somebody's got to start going to the movie theater more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, well, you know, just if, you, if I'm going to make a trivia thing, you just have no idea what's going to be on. So that's not, right. You don't know what you have to study for. He keeps us on our toes, Cynthia. Oh, yes, oh, I, yeah. I do. Tippy yes, toes. I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, we're going to go ahead and now move into our main topic of this week's episode, which is, um, you know, this area of the uh, segment of the uh, uh, each podcast we call Say What? Um, and this week's topic is all about wearables. Um, and just generally, if you guys aren't aware, a wearable is anything that you put on your person to either give you extra functionality or uh, let you do something that you weren't able to do before. Um, and then it includes things like, you know, even even glasses or wearables, theoretically, right? Um, and, and they're a huge industry now. They've come a long way. Um, and funny enough, I did a little bit of general research on wearables. You can date wearables back to around the 16th century, um, not including glasses, of course. Um, European nobility will wear an egg-like clock around their neck um, uh, before wristwatches and pocket watches came around. So oh. that was like one of the first wearables. Um, and in the 17th century, 
um, it was really popular in China to have these abacus rings. So it's literally like a ring, mm-hmm. and it actually has like a little tiny abacus in it. And you can sit there and you know, like do your addition and all that kind of stuff right there on, wow. your, on your finger. Um, the first modern wearable computer, though, I think guys, I thought you guys might find this interesting, um, came around right in the 1960s from a gentleman named uh, Edward Thorpe, and he revealed in his book that he had a small computer built into a shoe. What? Now you're thinking to yourself, why in the world would you want to build a computer into a shoe? shoe? He used it as a timing device to help him predict where the ball would land in roulette. So he was using it to Whoa. cheat, to cheat in roulette. Yeah, so I thought that was really cool. I mean, that's the first documented use of a modern computing wearable. So, um, yeah, I thought it was interesting. Wow. Way to go. Yeah. Are they still available? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you got a trip to Vegas planned? (laughs) Maybe. Hey, there you go. Uh, So examples like headphones, music devices, smartphones, wireless earbuds, smart glasses, and hearing uh, hearing aids included in that are meant to be worn on our bodies, like I said earlier. Um, and year over year, the growth of these things is about 55%, like the number of wearables that are out there sure. um, and that are being bought. Right. Um, so again, huge industry. And the estimates are, by this one study I looked at, 71% of 16 to 24-year-olds uh, 24 want some type of wearable technology. Mm-hmm. So that means it's it's here to stay. It's, yeah. I mean, yeah. right. the newer generation wants it. Yep. Um, so we're going to be doing um, covering the you know the background of three particular um, iconic examples uh, in this episode. They were calling "What You Wearing." Samsung Gear came out first before the Apple Watch, during my research, or the Google Watch came out. And Mm -hmm. they started in September of 2013 with the Galaxy. They released this nice-looking watch. Well, now I wouldn't say nice-looking. It's a little bit boxy, but it was innovative for the time. I was going to say, five years ago, I mean, it probably looked looked pretty decent, right? It was pretty decent, yes. Mm -hmm. So that one was kind of like it had a rectangular box and it had a 1.9 megapixel camera, which... It's, that's okay for standards for a watch Take, for a though, watch uh, yes geez my watch doesn't even have a camera in it so yeah i mean so that's that's pretty cool yeah, but neither does mine <laughs> <laughs> she looks at her bracelet by the way <laughs> <laughs> but even still to this day as we're talking it's 2019 now happy new year by the way the the watch the wearable cameras still are kind of in flux they really haven't been perfected yet okay. so at 2013 the galaxy was born mm-hmm. and then after that in August of 2014, the S came around, which was a little bit more of wrapping around your wrist versus the rectangular box that it had. Okay. And it relied on this system called the Tizen. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. It's an operating system that uh, I think it was a Korean company that came up with that. Mm-hmm. And then Samsung got like really behind it for a while. Yeah, it's yeah. Linux-based. It's yeah. open source, right, so a lot of right, people right. can write code for it. And I think they still use it, from my understanding, from when I was researching this article. Mm-hmm. But it's it offered a little bit more cellular connectivity to your phone. And you can actually interact with your watch more so than your phone. And you can have a, at least a little bit of distance between the two. Okay. But what fascinates me, and I'm probably going to do an aside here, and you may have to edit this or not. Okay. What fascinates me about watches nowadays is I always hearken back to my childhood and watching those dick tracy cartoons oh yeah because nowadays yeah. everybody can be speaking looking at their watches and speaking directly into them to talk and right. i've had conversations with my dad 
who is tone deaf, and but at least I try to carry on conversation with him on the phone on my watch, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I can actually hear him clearly with it. Yeah. It's just fascinating to me to kind of see how technology has kind of progressed since then. It is pretty cool. I mean, you think about the fact you can do that like right there from your watch. I mean, yeah. I know when I'm, when I'm like cooking and I get like all the goo and the batter and stuff on my hands, yep. I don't want to pick up my phone. But I, I take my like knuckle and I, I can like literally hit answer on my watch yep. with my knuckle exactly. and pick up the phone call and it's it's crystal clear. I've had no problems with that. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And then going forward from that, and this is where I guess uh, Javon's watch comes into play. The next year after that, they start getting the rounded watch faces mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the rotating bezels that are on there that you can actually scroll to the different interfaces on the screen. Right. And that's something that. For me, having an Apple Watch that doesn't have, mine is still a kind of a rounded rectangular shape, but I don't have any interface on the watch itself that I can't move anything. I just have a simple crown on the right-hand side. Right. But tinkering around with your wife's watch was a little more fascinating because it adds a little bit more depth to the interface and how the watch looks and feels. Right, right. It's a lot more sleek and streamlined than the, the Apple Watch, and and I think that's a little bit fascinating for me. And I do find it intuitive to rotate that bezel on there to actually navigate. Yeah. I think it just makes a lot of sense to sit there and rotate right. a, a circular interface on it and then to get to what you want to get to mm-hmm. versus, like you're saying, on, on the Apple Watch. And I'm sure, you know, some things I'm probably going into that a bit about the crown and how you have to rotate and scroll through lists of stuff and everything. It right. just doesn't make much sense. Yeah. Um, but I do like that uh, that way that they design that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Graphic, graphic designer-wise, you know, because I was a former graphic designer in another life, the, the, the look of it, too, like the interfaces of all that, is a lot more sleek to me than looking at the Apple Watch, mm-hmm, seeing mm-hmm. some of the stuff that's on there. It's a little more colorful. Right. But going back to the Samsung Gear, as it progressed the next year in 2014, they started a patent to have uh, a watch that wraps around your wrist, almost a bracelet-style thing. Okay, okay. And that, going forward, there, people were theorizing that that watch could be used either as a bracelet or you can actually hook it up to your ear as a phone or you could lay it flat onto a surface where it can interact as a tablet oh okay so if i'm understanding you correctly the whole thing was a screen yep yes okay okay i'm thinking From, it's like it's just like there's like a, a band on it mm-hmm. that's just thick but you're saying that the whole thing would be like a that's screen. that's what it's for my research from what i'm looking at here it just seemed like yeah that's the screen was going to be the entire part of the band uh-huh Put that down, or right. you can put it up to your ear to start having a conversation with somebody. So you would just like take it and lay it out on the table, and it looks like a like an iPod, like an iPhone or something. Yeah. Okay. So now it's January 2019. That patent was made back in 2014. So you're not sure if that's it hasn't come out yet, mm-hmm. but pretty soon maybe. Yeah. And one of the other patents that they actually filed that same year was you're wearing a watch on your wrist, and it actually could project a keypad onto your hand, the top of your hand, so you can actually look at your hand and type numbers, and your fingers would also be extensions as well to certain characters or certain, I guess, keys on a specific keyboard. Okay. That hasn't come to life yet, but mm-hmm. it's something interesting that people have noted with the Samsung Gear to say, oh, wow, they're actually tr- that, that innovation is there. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been perfected yet, but you know somewhere the two three years down the line it's probably going to be something that's going to be a reality i remember when um the tablets first came out i don't know if you guys ever saw that thing it's like a little like a it's like a little about the size of a lighter right and it could project a keyboard onto the table and you could type on it yep 
So, and I know that that technology exists. Mm-hmm. So I think that's brilliant if you can do something like that and have it project onto your hand. Yeah. I mean, because sometimes the little keys on your the watch little are little, keys. they're tiny. Yeah, exactly. They're a little tiny. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like I know I'm old. I was like, squinting. I'm like, okay. Okay. I'm, I think it's a nine. Yeah. You know, my kind of my fat fingers trying to enter, input my password on my phone. It's like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And it's bad so. enough. Yeah. So if your phone's already bad enough. And you try to do it on your watch. And you're like, oh, oh I'm, I'm lost. <laughs> I'm like, Where's the fingerprint reader on this thing? Yes. <laughs> and my issue would be actually trying to key in on the correct letter. Because exactly. I will right. be hitting two letters. I know. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Definitely have that problem. So then September 2015, the actual Gear S2 comes out and it looks pretty similar to what your wife has now and we can show you in the show notes how this looks so you can follow along and then 2016 they're potentially tracking and i think we had a conversation about this before we went on air tracking your blood veins your veins yeah yeah i guess your pulse and kind of like having it actually adds a little more security to it because you know it's it's your pulse your Mm -hmm. own heart rate so it's not like some other stranger could put on your watch and detect and start using this tool. So that's kind of a, a good thing, I guess. Now, had you heard about that, Cynthia, about the, the, the vein thing? I, I know we were talking about it a little bit earlier um, before we got on you know on the mic and everything. Had you heard about that vein thing, though? Uh, they do have something in on the Apple Watch. I was going to ask. Do you, yes. Do you, okay. I, was gonna okay. Say. It can, I don't know if it's exactly the brain thing, but it does monitor your your blood flow right 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 okay okay i was gonna i was just asking because i'm <laughs> i'm really curious because i mean i've heard that it's coming but uh yeah we'll get to that i guess we'll get to your segment then yep, all right yep and then fast forward to august 2016 is when the gear s3 comes out okay and this is has two modes frontier and classic it has still has the rotating bezel which is great okay, okay. and then let's see that's about it for that. Okay. Then the 2016, they start about talk, talking again, as I referred back to the wearable bracelet. Oh, okay, okay. The Galaxy Wing is potentially announced, and that's the tool that can actually fold around your wrist and wear it like a bracelet versus the actual watch that you have. And in- So this is like using that 2015 patent you were talking yep. about. Okay, got yep. it, got it. But that was in the works in 2016. That was the last you kind of heard of it. But oh. then... I researched a little bit more after that because this is where the article ends. And now the latest technology from the Galaxy is the Galaxy X, I believe it's called, which just came out a couple of months ago Okay. where it's a foldable screen. Mm-hmm. It looks like one of our phones that are laying on the table, an iPhone or a Samsung, but you can actually fold it in half almost like a piece of bread. Okay. But... What does that do for you, though? Is it just... I don't know. I mean, it's just, you know, okay. it looks like it's it's something that's very gimmicky at this point. Yeah. But you yeah. kind of see in technology nowadays, there are uh, transparent pieces of paper that actually are digital. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So eventually we'll be reading just transparent one-pagers that you can actually just read stuff and just scroll up and down as you need to. Right. And right. I'm sure that's going to happen with our wearables as well. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, probably the, the barrier is probably how heavy that technology is going to be um well you know because i mean i i'm sure it's got to use a lot of power which means you got to right. put a big battery in it which means you're going to have like you know a walkman sitting on your on your hand you know <laughs> like this, this but, huge like you know yeah. size of a cd player kind of so you know thing sitting on your on your wrist but so. you think about it you, you know going back a few years you can go on youtube and you can go on like my my go to is if you ever watch lethal weapon the the first movie oh yeah there is yes. a scene yes. where 
Murtaugh is speaking with somebody on a portable phone, and he's got a briefcase in his hand, and he's holding the phone, talking to somebody. Yeah. And back then, that was like 30 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. That was the in technology. Yep. So yeah. with as much technological advances that we're doing at this pace today, yeah. and kids wanting that faster and faster, the consumer rate, mm-hmm. you know that stuff is going to be lighter and lighter. Right. You know, it may be a brick on your wrist at one point, but I'm sure like three, five years down the line... It's going to be probably some implant in our head. Oh, man. <laughs> or like in our finger. That You're we probably just, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So think about it. You get two implants, like one in your thumb and one in your uh, pinky. And you just like you pull just, your... Yeah. You just like, pull your hand right to your head you just like talk right into your your pinky and listen through your, your thumb you yeah know, something like that most yeah. people are going to think you're crazy but uh-huh, you know uh-huh. you're actually talking this right 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 but there you go that's my coverage of the samsung you know and cynthia will cover the apple watch with them which i'm more familiar with but mm-hmm. looking at the tech from their end and samsung's end and how they're being innovative mm-hmm. it's it's surprising that I mean, they're going to be probably catching up to Apple nowadays because it yeah. doesn't. I don't see that innovation as much from Apple as I do now with other companies like Samsung who are taking these risks mm-hmm. and seeing that progression right. in technology. From I'm going to say, um, having been um, you know involved in smartphones for a long, long time, I feel like Samsung has always. I don't want to probably get like all the, the flames. For this one, but <laughs> I feel like Samsung has always innovated more than Apple because they mm-hmm. put out they put out versions of their phones more regularly than Apple does. Right, and I feel like they take a lot more risks than Apple. It does. seems that way. I yeah. mean, Apple will put something out, and it's like, okay, we've seen it work in everybody else's stuff, so we'll right. finally bring it to our you know our device. Um, whereas Samsung will be like, you know what, we tried a pin. Um, on our phone and uh, you know the first one didn't work and the second yep. one didn't work but then we finally got it working on the note and then how long it took for apple to finally put a pin on their ipad exactly you know it's, it's stuff like that which yeah. they, of course they call it a pencil and i think that that's kind of what's happening with the watch situation i feel like like even the stuff you're showing me with the, you know the foldable uh, 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 bracelet kind of thing mm-hmm. That's brilliant. I mean, if they can get that working. If they can get it working. Yeah, yeah, Which I'm sure they will. Yeah, exactly. It'd be fascinating. Yep. Thank you so much, Beatrice. I appreciate it, man. Mm -hmm. Thank you. All righty. Well, my topic is going to cover the Apple Watch wearable. Uh, The Apple Watch wearable, it actually, uh, they have the Series 3 and they have the Series 4. Mm -hmm. The newest version is the Series 4. Yep. And it... uh, it relies on the iPhone, but nowhere near as much as the Series 3. Mm-hmm. Um, it tracks health activity. You can communicate with your friends. Yep. Uh, you can use it to shop with. That would be my best feature. Oh, gosh. Because oh, I'm always fumbling for a card. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. I don't know. That's way too much accessibility. I know. Exactly. <laughs> I want Fritos. And just like, you know, like, <laughs> no. Yeah, and it has a uh, Siri, and now uh, with the uh, door-to-door directions on the GPS, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, the fitness uh, tracking is awesome. It does way more than it did before, mm-hmm. and I do want to make a correction. We were talking about the blood flow. It actually has a sensor that monitors okay. your heart, right? And you can take with that with the information from that sensor, you can actually create a, a cardiogram for your doctor. And oh yeah, what? Yeah, right. you could take, you can create a cardiogram and take it to your doctor and show him. I did oh, not. Wow, know this. that's that's cool. So you, so there's like some tracking in there, and it says, mm-hmm. "Hey, this is what your heart has looked like lately." 
then go take it to a heart doctor and they're right. like yep you're looking good or no yeah. you need to stop smoking and drinking in the office absolutely you Got know how it. much money that would save i mean <laughs> that, that's incredible i did not know it could do that so uh, yeah that's crazy though <laughs> yeah you know so right all those like yeah those little sensors and stuff yes. yeah yeah so yeah and um it all it actually uh counts the calories that you burn which is something in that it generally did. And then um, even tracks how long you've been standing. Because you know they're saying you burn calories when you're standing. standing. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you at work. Yep. They have these new desks that. Uh, standing desks. Standing mm-hmm. desks. So, yeah, you can burn calories while you're at work. Right. So, that's Fantastic. a great thing. So, and, and another feature it has is, like, you can track your workout. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a competitive person like I am, mm-hmm. you can actually create a competition a challenge with one of your friends oh nice you can compete against each other okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah. that i really like about that very cool and that's with the new iWatch for yes okay, okay. Mm-hmm. and then you have the part with the um feature for shopping um basically you're not putting your scanning your card into the phone sure. basically right um what it is you contact Apple, they create an account number for you, not necessarily your card credit number, card, right. but a credit mm-hmm. card account for mm-hmm. you. And mm-hmm. then you just basically wave your arm underneath the reader oh for the stores that have it. A lot right, of stores right. have it now. Yeah. And um, pay for your items that you purchased. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, I love that feature. The really? Apple Pay feature. Yeah, the Apple Pay feature is good. I'm going to tell you right now, and every time I use it, because food, every food line accepts it. Mm-hmm. Um, and half the people at food line don't know that they, they accept, accept it. it. And so um, I know they they use it, and I also uh, Subway Macy's. Okay, um, Macy's. I didn't know Macy's. Macy's did. has it. They yeah. have it too. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that feature because I first of all I hate carrying a wallet, and I hate putting it in my back pocket. Okay. Um, so usually I keep it in my work bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I never take it out, and um, I like using the uh, the Apple Pay feature because it's like I just pull my pull watch, watch up. Out. You just double tap on the side. Yep. You swipe to the swipe card to the you want to use, want. and then just floated over the reader and there mm. you go but right. the other thing i wanted to mention and i'm not sure if you were going to cover this but it's so much more secure than using um your credit card credit card because the store you go into does not get your credit card number they get a temporary 16 digit oh, number really? if you ever get the opportunity uh, anybody oh. out there with an apple watch go check this out if you get when you get your receipt um, and you look on there, usually it always just shows you the last four digits of your credit card number. Yes. Right. You'll look and see it's some random four-digit number. Every time. Every time. It's never hmm. the same thing twice. What happens is when you talked about Apple sets up an account for you, yes. that's what it's doing. Is okay. It's translating your credit card number to this Apple author, uh, authorization number, mm-hmm. and it's only a one-time use. One-time use, yeah. And even if someone was to hack into, like let's say it went to Food Lion and someone hacked into hacked their system, the system there, right. they would get all those credit card numbers, right? So anybody who's used their real credit card number, now they have your credit card number. My Apple number is is a phony number. Yeah. It was for a one-time use. If they try to use it again, it doesn't do any good. Do doesn't do them any good. So it's much more secure that way. I think Samsung, because um, I think it's Samsung Pay and Google Pay, I think that they do the same thing. Huh. That they, they do this temporary... Authorization okay. number. Anyway, sorry to get sidetracked, but I just want to make sure I mentioned that though. Right. That, you know, there's a there's a security layer to that too, which is great. Well, that's you know? good to know because every time like I've used my Apple Pay at a cashier stand or something, I always feel like an elitist because I'm breaking out my watch. Oh my god, yeah. Mister Fancier laying his watch down <laughs> oh, instead of my credit card. Yeah, yeah. But nah. now I know I know the extra security. I was like, all right, that's yeah. the reason why I do it. And I and I've even started telling uh, people, I'm like, if you have 
folks who have an iPhone and have it set up. Really? Get them to start using that Apple okay. Pay or Samsung Pay or Google Pay Smart. because so much more secure. All right. So, anyway. Good deal. Okay. Yeah. Good deal. All right. So, now, um, another feature they have, uh, of course, you already know you can contact your friends through the phone. You can answer the phone mm-hmm. and talk and everything. Wait, they... wait, wait. So, first, I need to get friends. Okay. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Got it. I'm sorry. <laughs> or individuals who you know okay. and contact. Okay. Yeah, I can, do, I can find some random people. Associates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Rent a friends. Uh, rent a friends. <laughs> okay. There's got to be an app for that. Yes, All right. Yes. Yes. Um, there's now a walkie-talkie feature. Oh, okay. Yeah. So basically, just hit your contact list, and you. But of course, they would have to have a Apple compatible. Right. Oh, okay. Yes, exactly. Not right. just anyone. It can't be any watch. Oh. Right. Mm-hmm. And it has to be like the new one, like the Apple Four, Four. Oh, yeah. watch. Is, is that how you say? It? Is Apple Watch? Four, four Apple se- series four. Series, series four. four. Got right. it. There you go. Okay. And you just hit it and your contact list come up, click on it, and you can just go and talk to them as if you're using a walkie talkie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Which is in some cases probably better than like if you're on a phone if you're driving or whatever. Right. Yeah. You're not texting. Uh-huh. Even though you still have to look down, but if you're anything like me, you will pull over. Yeah. Oh, okay. And <laughs> use that feature. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Or maybe at a very long red light. <laughs> Never while you're driving. Yes, while you're yes, driving. yes. You heard it from Cynthia first, folks. <laughs> don't do that while driving. No, don't. Do yeah, that yeah, while yeah. Driving. Okay, now I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to research and find out how does that work. I mean, does it use a cellular network? I guess it uses a cellular network, and it must bypass your phone. Yeah, like, is there a specific range for it? Because I'm something I'm thinking about is if you're like an amusement park and your party's, you know, all the way on the other side of like Tomorrowland or something. Right. Can you say, hey, where are you at? You can actually interface. Or yeah. is it like, yeah, you're within 100 feet or so from the person. I'm curious. I definitely want to find out more about that. Because, I mean, I just got a set of walkie-talkies given to me for Christmas. It was like a surprise gift or whatever from these uh, a Christmas party. And I was like, huh, I wonder when I would ever need a walkie-talkie. And they were saying, well, probably, like, if you ever go camping or something like that, you would need it. Right. Because they say the cell phone reception can be bad in certain places. That's true. So I was wondering, well, how does the watch work? Because I'm like, well, would the watch walkie-talkie bypass the need to have a real walkie-talkie set? But if it's using a cell network, then I might be in the same situation. So I'm just wondering how that, you know, all works. Mm -hmm. So that's Mm -hmm. something I have to do some research personally just to see how that might work, you know, which is better in that scenario. Okay. Well, um, I'm thinking... Since it is sort of dependent on, on on the iPhone, that it probably has to use some type of cellular network. Mm-hmm. But with saying that, I don't have the answer. Right. And right. I will definitely look it up. Yeah. Uh, like I say, whatever we find out, I promise you, dear listener, uh, we will try to make sure we put that in the show notes. Let's see what we can find out and um, get you an update on that. Well, folks, I had challenged myself to do more research into the wearable I knew the least about, which was Fitbit. Um, mm. I know I know of them. I see people in the gym uh, January 2nd using the heck out of those things. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I will never see them again. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. And I see them mm-hmm. mm-hmm. week one, and after that, I never see them again. Um, but I was like, let me find out more about what these things are and why they're popular. Um, I didn't even know when they came into existence. So I was happy to do the research on this and just get some more background uh, myself. 
Um, the company was founded in early 2007, so that thing's been around over a decade. I didn't realize That's, that. Wow. Good, wow. Um, yeah, so uh, they were like one of the true pioneers uh, in wearable, well, mm-hmm. fitness wearable technology. Um, they uh, went to this uh, Tech Crunch conference, uh, Tech Crunch 50 conference uh, in 2008, and they pitched their product uh, concept. And they expected to get five to fifty pre-orders. They got two thousand. Wow! So they had a hit. You yeah. know, they knew that. Hey, knew. people want this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they um, they actually patterned a lot of their initial design um, after the uh, the well. They they liked sorry. They liked the Wii controller a lot. Okay. And they liked the idea of something that would track motion. Uh, through like an accelerometer, um, the way that we, uh, I say we, like W-I-I, we, um, <laughs> we works. Um, so uh, they they loved it. Uh, and so they're like, we, we think we can do this thing, make it smaller, make it effective, put it on your person, it'll track your steps and all that kind of stuff. Um, they had some initial problems with it. Um, and uh, one of the things they had a, uh, an issue with was the antenna on it not working because it uses an antenna to communicate with your um the bluetooth antenna to communicate with your uh, laptop or your um phone device Mobile. right mm-hmm. um they fixed it by putting a piece of foam on the circuit board i mean they were still just like oh wow yeah that's that's how they were like working and t- tweaking this thing to, to get these orders together mm-hmm. um but uh by the end of 2009 they had shipped 5000 devices wow. wow so they obviously again they were they were um, gaining some serious steam, um, and then the device was picked up um, to be sold in Best Buy stores, and that pretty much oh, was a lock. Okay. That's yeah. Once you right. got that, you got that's a lock, Buy. right? Yeah. So, um, so um, the first one was called the Fitbit Classic. I looked at this thing and I thought it looked like an old timey clothespin. Um, you know, like one of those, not the ones that like have a hinge on it, mm-hmm. but the old ones where it's just like a, oh, a right. single yeah. piece of like uh-huh. wood. So basically, all you did, you took that thing and you just stuck it on really? your on your belt loop. Okay. Or in your pocket, on the uh, the uh, the pocket of your jeans or something. Well, you wouldn't be walking around with jeans. I would hope you'd be working out with like some actual <laughs> wear clothes on. By the way, don't don't anybody who's out there going to work out in oh, jeans. Please. Don't do that. Yes, oh, I've seen that before <laughs> too. People yeah, I'm like no, jeans. Oh, you don't work out in jeans. Yeah. No. Yes, I'm calling out all of you. You can come come at me. All right. Look. <laughs> um, anyway, but that it looked like that. But it had a little LCD display on it, a little tiny display, and it was behind a black case, and it looked like. It just kind of blends into the device. It's almost like it disappears. It only comes on when you need it. So it's mm-hmm. not like it's a watch at the time. It was just like a device that would show you, hey, you've gotten 10,000 steps or whatever. Right. Um, and it uh, tracked your emotion, number of steps, um, and sleep patterns. But in order to do that, it had to be strapped to a wristband is I guess wristband, what I'm thinking yeah. of. Wristband. It's kind of wristband. Yeah. Um, so there would be a wide wristband you'd wear, and it would kind of clip onto that mm-hmm. and then you would fall asleep and it would track and see well you know did you get eight hours which no one gets eight hours of sleep i don't yeah. know why he pretends right um and did not measure their heart rate so it wasn't exact um in fact that's one of the first problems that people i had with it was it didn't like it didn't seem like it was exact enough to give them true metrics on how they were doing health wise sure um in 2011 um they came with uh, two more they came with a fitbit one and a fitbit zip Mm-hmm. Um, and also tracked Floor's Climb, which is actually a pretty big which deal. Which is fascinating, yeah. That's a big deal because yeah. Floor Climbing, that'll wear you out. I mm. mean, I have no problems running long distances, but floor let me... Floor Climbing, yeah. I'm on the yeah. 10th floor in my building. Let the elevator not work. <laughs> <laughs> you can see me coming off that thing huffing and a puffing. You know what I'm <laughs> um, it also tracked calories burned, and it did a better job of tracking your sleep patterns. Very cool. um, and it syncs your data. Um, it still does this, and it, synced, and it did this at the time. Sync your data to an account on their website um, and your iPhone or Android mm-hmm. device. Mm-hmm. So the scandal 
was Yo. that in 2011, they had everyone's data set to be shared publicly. Mm-hmm. Now, you would think that's not a big deal. Okay, so you know that I walked 10,000 steps today, mm-hmm. right? Or remember, people are wearing this while they're sleeping. Some people, <laughs> while they're sleeping, do other things. <laughs> they were able to track people's, uh, let's just say, nighttime activities. Oh, my wow. goodness. Because they would, yeah, it would have that kind of information. Wow. They would be like, oh, so you were... Uh, engaged in some activities for like exactly two minutes and 47 seconds <laughs> burning yeah. some calories yes. right 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 uh they're like good job there quickie and so <laughs> <laughs> it was a scandal and fitbit immediately turned it so that way everything went private and then they reached out individually to google yahoo and bing and said we want you to please remove all search capabilities for you to go through all that data wow yeah um and they did immediately um and they so they stopped that so again that was scandal right there uh-huh. scandal number that's, one that's scandal number one yeah <laughs> I, know, I know there's another one okay um, <laughs> might even get some people in trouble yeah yeah so uh 2000 exactly. 2010 i remember i told you guys before they had gotten like five thousand orders 2010 they got up to fifty eight thousand orders mm. 2011 they got to two hundred and eight thousand orders wow and in 2012 1.2 million Jeez. that's how quickly they they ticked up so wow. uh like i say over three years they just i mean exponentially blew up 2014 they released a watch style fitness uh tracker called the fitbit force um it tracks steps taken distance traveled calories burned stairs mm-hmm. climbed active minutes so like you know how many active minutes were you out there exercising right they sold uh 21 million units Jeez. Wow. uh that year um, unfortunately, though, there was lots of complaints about irritation of the skin, and they came to find out that a lot of it was related to a possible nickel allergy issue. Mm. Um, it's like some, sometimes people wear um, like plated jewelry, um, and the plating's not good, and yeah. it's got nickel in it, and it like, yep. turns your skin green and yes. stuff like that. Yeah. That was happening with a lot of these Fitbits. It burns yeah. bad. Oh, yeah. I've heard it's terribly excruciating. I oh, have that. Oh, you have that? Ugh, man. Yeah, yeah. So um, I know that some people, it's like when they get like gold-plated jewelry, they say they can do it as long as the plating's a certain width. Uh, uh, I guess the coating is of a certain thickness, I think is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the then secret the, is to get you some clear nail polish. I've heard that. Go over it. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah. Um, that you got yeah, to do that and so it'll still have the same look. And I hear it actually makes it um, stay uh, glossy longer. Yes. Yeah. And you won't break out. Right, and you won't yep, break out, exactly. which is, of course, that's the key right yep. there. <laughs> so in 2015, they sold 21 million units. 2016, they sold 22 million units. In 2017, they went down to 15 million units, but still a lot. Still a lot. Um, and they currently offer two smartwatches and five fitness trackers, one of those being specifically targeted to kids, which is, I mean, the first time I looked at it, I was like, well, that's kind of yeah. weird. And I was like, well, you know, we're really having a lot of problems with childhood obesity. Right. I was like, that's probably a yeah, good thing. It's a good thing. If you want to get kids thinking about this stuff now. Mm-hmm. You know how it is right now? It's like, I, who tracked their calories when they were a kid? I didn't understand yeah. what a calorie was. You don't learn about it until it's like already too late. We're like, oh, man, I'm gaining like 50 pounds. And, right. You know, I, always, I don't know why this is a problem is you eat that pizza. You know? <laughs> like, so, <laughs> so, I mean, I, I think that's probably a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and they also started offering a scale that wireless connects to their devices. Hmm. So then what happened is you would get on the scale and it would sync to your device that, you know, what your BMI, weight, right. all that kind right. of stuff was. Um, and then, of course, and then that would sync over to your um, your uh, phone device mm-hmm. or your computer. Um, so right now they have 25 million active users. Um, they have 50 of 500 biggest companies, corporate are corporate clients of theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like where they like give away Fitbits or they have Fitbits. some type of, you know, 
maybe like a program where it's like if you sign up for such and such health insurance, yep. you get a Fitbit for free or yes. something like that. Uh, I think they have stuff like that. One um, of the uh, the businesses in my office, they had um, as a benefit at the beginning of the year, they have a Fitbit challenge. Uh-huh. So the people that have the most steps or burn the most calories or lose the most weight get like a cash prize at the end of a quarter or something. Oh, really? Like that. So yeah. there you go. Mm-hmm. I need to go work over there. So it's just, just so I can get the prize, and I'm going to leave. <laughs> um, it's, the Fitbits are carried in 39,000 stores in 86 countries. Jeez. So, yeah, they are everywhere. So the um, the other issue, though, that's come up with Fitbit, um, and again, I'm not sure if this is your scandal you're talking about, Beaver, but um, the data collected by Fitbit is not protected by HIPAA. Now, HIPAA is, uh, I can't remember what it stands for, the Health Insurance Protection. Yes. Something, something privacy, privacy act. Privacy act. Yeah. Um, anyway, what it says is basically if there's certain types of medical information that can never be divulged. It's like when you go to your doctor, for example, um, whatever information they collect, they cannot turn it over to sure. anybody ever for any reason. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you specifically, specifically say, right, this release is my, it. Yeah. Um, however, information is collected on a Fitbit and travels over a network like, you know, Wi-Fi or whatever else. Right. It is not held to the same strictures which means oh, that wow. theoretically fitbit could sell all your information out you know to anybody that oh. they want now they've been working really really close with legislators and said hey we never want to do that mm-hmm. they have they've held to their word they haven't you know sold any data or what have you but you gotta always wonder what if that company was to get in dire straits you yep. know and they're like oh my gosh we're about to go under uh, we need to figure out some way to make revenue, and they were like, "Well, one way we could make revenue is to sell, sell that information. This data. Yeah. Um, would they, you know, find your privacy is more important than their ability to survive as a company? Right. I don't know. That I always question that when that mm-hmm. comes up. So you mm-hmm. just never know. Um, so anyway, I just want to just put that out there. Crazy. Um, and in 2016, they actually um, a woman's data was subpoenaed, and they used that information to prove that she lied about being sexually assaulted. Oh, wow. Because they were able to tr- track exactly what where was going on with was. her, where she was, heart rate, all that kind of stuff. Wow. And they knew that, you know, if you know if this was going on at mm-hmm. this particular time, we yeah. don't see any evidence here to, to, to prove that. Wow. Um, so anyway, so that's something there, too. So that means that those Good records can dead. also be... Sub- Peanut yeah. as well, with or without your permission. Right. But isn't that kind of a good thing? Yeah. In that well, instance, that's good. Yes. Yeah, however, that's somebody's bacon. However, think about it like this, and I'll put out the little naysayer uh, piece of it. What if you told your health insurance company, "Nope, never smoked in my life," and you got the cheaper insurance because of that, and they oh. were able to go in and see, "Oh, yeah, there's evidence here that he was somehow or another they can find out." I don't know. Right. You know I'm just saying that right. because. At this point in time now, they don't have to have your permission to get that data. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, legally, right now, it seems like they're working with legislators to make sure that they do, but that's only a temporary thing. That's right. not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what makes me nervous about it. Okay. Yeah. So um, the other thing I was going to mention to you guys is that 72% of all the users are female. Now, okay. the reason why I mention that is because I've always wondered why they never made... Um, you know the the smart watches that you expect that like other companies have. I was like, how come they never you know made those kind of smart watches? Sure. Um, the smart watches always looked kind of odd to me, and then it occurred to me, oh, see, when they first came out with a smart watch, it was blocky and boxy, mm-hmm. and the women didn't want it, so they didn't release. They didn't really push that right. Well, that particular model hard. Now the new ones that are coming out, 
do have a lot more of a feminine look. And it makes so much more sense to me that they've done that after I read that 72% of their users are female. female. I'm like, well, duh, of course you would, you know, cater to, to that market. Right. Um, and, and on a side note, the average user they found sleeps six hours and 38 minutes. Oh, wow. So I'm like, I'm probably right in line with everybody else. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's about sounds yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on a good day, too, so, <laughs> for me. So. so anyway, that's everything I got about Fitbit. Did, did I, did, uh, is that? No. Well, yeah, I want to hear your scandal, man. What was the scandal? So the other you? scandal with that was involved was a few years back, how they were saying you could actually track people where they were. Well, there are armed forces out in the Middle East, in oh. Afghanistan and Iraq, that are wearing these Fitbits, and they can actually track where they were on oh campuses, goodness. on bases, and all that. So that was what? Yeah. Oh man. You know, wow. Fitbit inadvertently released, or not inadvertently released it, but they they just found that out, so they had to shut that down pretty quick. Whoa, that's yeah. crazy. Can you yeah, imagine I, national a national security yeah, issue on being a compromised because you got a Fitbit on. You're trying to jogging in the mountains of Afghanistan or right, something. Right, right. So man. that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's insane. I didn't know that uh, it did that kind of tracking, though, where it could get to that kind of minutia about, like, where you actually Crazy. were um, like that. But, yeah, I can – I mean, I know that where I work at, I have to be very careful about how much stuff I turn on that sure. says, like, location and stuff. In fact, I stopped using Facebook for the most part mainly because of that. That location. Because yeah. it's like when you go into Facebook, if it's, if it's something you use often, it starts trying to help you by, like, yes. saying, hey – you happen to always be over here. And I'm like, okay, now you're tracking exactly. where I'm at. Yes. <laughs> and with my job, I'm specifically told I cannot ever like have it work. I was regularly tracked, like, check in here and show right. that I was here. And mm -hmm. I'm here with all these people because those are the ways that people get compromised. Exactly. Yes. Um, especially if you work for any type of government entity. So that's the reason why they're like, nope, 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 none of that. So that's the reason why I'm just like, I turn off. Facebook off. Mm -hmm. I don't check in on Twitter or not, none of that stuff um, just because of that kind of situation. Yeah, you know? so, I hear you. Yeah, I think I remember something vaguely about that, even, but I, I completely forgot that yeah. it happened. So. Okay, team, is there anything else that we need to cover? Nope. I have nothing. Nothing. All right. Nope. All right. Well, um, little bits and big bites. Uh, that's this week's show. Uh, thanks for joining in, and we hope you learned a lot about wearables, including the Apple, Samsung, and Fitbun uh, Fitbung, Fitbung. Uh, Fitbit. <laughs> Wait a minute. Offerings. That's a that's a new that's a new one. I just patented that. The Fitbung. Don't don't don't. <laughs> I got it the website and everything. Um, Fitbits offerings, uh, and it's it's a very very quickly growing arena. Um, like I say, if you don't have a wearable now, chances are at some point in time in the future you probably will. Mm -hmm. um, but there and there's a lot of advantages to them, um, and we just scratched the surface of that. So. Best thing you can probably do is just go ahead and go out to a store, um, you know, try one out, you know, and see if it see if it's a good fit for you. Um, especially seeing as how they used to look so clunky and stuff, and now they they look like normal watches. Yeah. I mean, they look they're they're very svelte. So, mm -hmm. um, in general, of course, if you guys would like to reach out to us, you can uh, do so on, on Twitter at bbitwise, on Facebook at www.facebook.com/bbitwise, email at pe uh, podcast at bbitwise.com. 
And I've also set up emails for us individually. So like if you need to reach out to me, you can reach out to me at Alondo at bbitwise.com or even at bbitwise.com and so on and so forth. Um, and that's like I say, there's one for every one of every one of the co-hosts. Um, subscribe to us on your favorite podcast delivery app, of course. And when you do, uh, try to take two seconds to uh, give us those five star reviews. Uh, only five star, please. Five stars. Uh, only five yes. stars. <laughs> nothing. Nothing less. Nothing less will be accepted. No, I'm <laughs> um, for more information about what we discussed uh, in this episode, you can go to our website at www.bbitwise.com, and there's going to be a um, a link to the um, the show notes will be in there. Um, and that's where we're going to put down more information, like the research that we've, we've uncovered, the articles we referred to, things like that. So, um, of course, make sure that you guys tune in uh, each week. And uh, we look forward to you guys tuning in next week. Remember to learn something new each day. And let's, let's all be, be bitwise. Bye, guys. See ya. The little music. What it happened was. What it happened was. That segment. (laughs) That's right. Yep. 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 All right. All right. So I'm gonna go ahead and get started on that. Um, Um, What are they saying now? They're saying that uh, standing is the new smoking. Have you heard that? No, sitting was the new smoking. I'm sorry, sitting. I was like, stand. (laughs) Wait. That's supposed to be good for your health. Everyone out there. Everyone out there. (laughs) Stop standing right now. I want sit you down to immediately sit down for eight right. hours. That's right, for eight hours. Yes, yes. Until your legs fall asleep. So, I mean, I do like the fact that it does do that. Like you say, it'll mm-hmm. every so often just be like, hey, Jumbo, get up. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> First of all, Apple Watch, stop calling me Jumbo. <laughs> you know? Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> See, if you had plugins in Apple, like if you have Samuel L. Jackson's voice yelling at you. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Get up, mofo. <laughs> Oh my that would be. God. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I would never be late. <laughs> I know. If he was to yell at me like when I was going to be like late. Oh man. Or like if you're working out. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. Oh yeah, he'll encourage you to do more. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, get Michael B. Jordan or you know. Oh well. Yeah. We don't even need a mic for that. Just put a poster of him. And I'll... Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cynthia has a slight affinity for him. <laughs> So, um, Cincy, this part, um, I'm just going to kind of just do like quick wrap up what we talked about, mm-hmm. um, and just, you know, in generalities, I'm going to talk about, um, how to contact us, how to subscribe to us. Um, then the last line is going to be, make sure you tune in each, uh, remember, uh, sorry, I'm saying, make sure you all tune in next week. Remember to learn something new each day and then I'll cue and it'll be like, let's all be bit wise. Okay. Yeah, okay. Points to us. We yeah. just all say it in unison. It's literally just four words. Let's all be bit wise. Okay. Let's all be bit let's wise. All be bit wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. I think I can handle that. Yep. And if it don't get it the first time, we'll do it a second time. We'll get it figured out. Okay. You didn't say the word all. You said let's be bit wise. Oh, yeah, you didn't. Hmm.
But who didn't okay. say be bitwise? I said you said let's all be bitwise. Yeah, I said four words. Let's all be bitwise. Oh, bitwise I is one it was word. Let's be bitwise. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Yeah. It's, let's all be bitwise. You may have to do that. I didn't say the word all. Oh yeah, you know everybody's gonna come back and they're gonna be like, oh my gosh, this podcast sucks. Ah, 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 they're like thrash you stuff around the living room. I just <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be an outtakes.